Welcome to Brand Billionaires, where we build billionaires one brand at a time. We help you get one step closer to your ideal self through brand building, and our goal is to create a billion dollars with a B, yeah, big B, of brand and monetary value collectively through strategic marketing. Welcome to the podcast, and we're excited to have you join the community. So what are we going to be talking about today? To get straight to the point, you're going to need to build a brand, but you're probably going to be faced with a question when you first start out. And that is, should it be a personal brand or a business brand? That evolves into a few questions that you're going to inevitably going to want to solve, such as should your brand center on a product or service? Should your brand focus on you as a person or can you and should you do both? So understanding how to treat your personal brand like a business or leverage your individuality to humanize your business is critical to monetizing your marketing strategy. And knowing how to do this means that you don't have to constantly ask, you know, which direction will produce the uh, best result in the long run. Instead, you'll be able to turn your passion, product, service, or personality into a marketable asset with ease. So today we're going to outline the pros and cons of a business versus a personal brand, show you how you can actually do both simultaneously and why you should, and finally explain the action steps that you can take to get started immediately. So in 1978, 5% of the population admitted to being chronic procrastinators. I know that uh, both I and my co-host Kevin struggle with that at times. And that compares to roughly 20% of the population in 2007 who reported being chronic procrastinators. So that's an increase of 19% in just about Very large. Yeah, in just about uh 30 years, which is which is a lot. And that's according to a meta-analytic and theoretical review of self-regulatory failure by Pierre Steele of the University of Calgary. Can only imagine if that number has gone up significantly since what is it? Since 2007, so yeah. what are we 2020? Yeah. I know. Could be much, much higher than that at this point. I uh, know. I'm going to have to find updated numbers on that because that's an interesting t- statistic. We'll definitely look into that after the show. Deciding whether you want to build a personal or business brand will inevitably cause you to delay jumping in. And wondering which route will make you the most money is a classic mistake that so many ambitious people make. But you're going to be different. And today we're going to show you how you're actually going to make money no matter which one you choose. And we're going to show you how to do it. You're going to make money while providing value to the world at the same time. So for those altruistic ones out there or you that are very heavily influenced by money, there'll be something in it for you. So let's get started on the pros and the cons. So let's start off with the business brand. And this is a brand that's what you think of when you think of a product or service being marketed. Do you want to develop a brand for a product or service first, or do you want to develop a brand for yourself and then turn that into a business? We're going to go over the pros and cons of the business side first. The pros are high product visibility. This is you touting your product or service as the main selling point of your brand. It's a centerpiece that's opposed to with a personal brand where you are the centerpiece. You also have great e-commerce potential, very easy to run ads, very straightforward to set up a store and monetize that store since you're essentially just looking for money in exchange for a product or service. It requires very little face time in most cases, not all, on behalf of yourself. Now, that's not to say that there will be no face time involved because every business should require that you get out there and promote yourself. And we'll talk about- Definitely should have a face to any any product or service that you're selling. 
Absolutely. And we're going to talk about that um, when we get to a later part in the podcast. So stay tuned for that. It's easy to scale. And that's in terms of entering new markets, finding new buyers, creating an umbrella brand, which is really important because you can have multiple products or services underneath that one brand as long as they embody the brand values. It's easier to cold sell as well. This is because you have an audience that will resonate with your product more so than the brand. It depends on what industry and what type of product you have, of course, but sometimes products do sell themselves because they solve a very specific problem that either no other option is solving or it just solves it the best. Another way of putting that is that the value is very black or white. It's either this is going to help me solve something that I need to solve or it's not. Right. And you can build a team quickly with a business brand. This is because a business brand typically revolves, like we said, around a product or service. And if you build the brand properly, it'll be a unified force that will bring people together and be able to um, allow them to work on that project as long as they know those brand values. With a personal brand, it's a little bit different because you as a person are a little bit more complex and dynamic in terms of the brand. So it's not always as unifying as a simple product or service maybe, or mission for that matter. For the cons of a business brand, there's a few. Essentially, your product or service has to be highly targeted. Can't it's I shouldn't say you can't. You can do anything, really. It's been done. But your product or service most of the time has to be very highly targeted if you're going to build a business brand. It needs to solve a very specific problem for a very specific person. The second con is that it requires exceptional copy most of the time. There's not going to be a whole lot of very specific copy. Yeah. Would be I think a better way to put that Right. And it needs to sell very well because a lot of the time when you're showcasing a product or service, it's going to be a lot of product demos. It's going to be a lot of product photos. It's going to be a lot of sharing the benefits. But when you're talking about selling on an emotional level, you want to go past using just logos. You really want to uh, expand your ability to copyright, which is not something that most people specialize in. So put that as a con. It's very time intensive. That's primarily because there is a lot that goes on behind building a business brand. There's a lot of moving components. It's not something that you can just hop on IG Live and, and talk about. You can, but that's that's going to be kind of difficult to do. And the larger your brand or business becomes, you know, it's more than just you. You got to worry about employees, just the way you document your paperwork or, you know, product service. So definitely can go from being somewhat time intensive to like extremely time intensive. <laughs> yeah. like everything <laughs> needs to be to a T or right. there could be consequences right for, for that it's difficult to create a brand for a product or service because that brand needs to resonate with people um and if you find yourself deviating from that later down the line it can get kind of tricky so just keep that in mind it's kind of difficult to develop as well creating values brand voice and customer personas for a business brand can be quite difficult because it's not a person right it doesn't walk talk act can't see the way it dresses you kind of have to create all that stuff up in your mind based off of the target audience that you want to go after and also the general brand image that you have in your head for the product. Finally, it requires a lot of back-end knowledge. This is where your existing business acumen comes in. Inventory management, research and development. These are all things that 
if you're going to create a business brand, you have to be running some form of a business. Now, that could be educational, informational, it could be e-commerce, it could be a plethora of things, but you're going to have to bring something to the table on the back end when it comes to business. Knowledge is not enough. Knowledge will help you, as we'll discuss in a few minutes, but knowledge is not going to drive your business brand. Having business- Won't pay the up, bills. Exactly. Having the business set up properly will. So let's talk about personal brand now. For the pros, it's easy to create content for. It's the most fun to create content for, too, because it's just you, right? Once you create that brand, once you get it nailed down, you'll be able to create content pretty effortlessly. A great example of this is Gary Vee. He gets on and just speaks for you know an hour at a time. He just lets you follow him around. He just documents everything and then puts it online. So you're likely already doing it as a second pro. Your current social media following, how people picture you, what people know about you, such as your interests, and also your friend groups and how you present yourself, how you dress, how you behave. Those are all parts of your personal brand that you're already doing on a daily basis. A personal brand is evergreen. This is extremely important because a personal brand does not die unless you either give up or you die. Yeah. A personal brand does not die. I mean, it may may waver at times. There may be controversy. You know, there may be difficulty, but it's, it's always going to be there and you're going to have that to support you no matter what, which is extremely important when it comes to things like career professionals, because as you build a personal brand, Let's say that the company you work for right now goes under or you get laid off or maybe you want to try something different in a new industry. The personal brand is going to be there to back you up no matter what. Another pro is that it's excellent for media exposure. When you have a personal brand, getting media exposure becomes dramatically easier. It is very heavily focused on collaborations and marketable opportunities. And that's going to be huge for you because it's going to give you a lot of visibility in the marketplace. With a business brand, it's a little bit different because... It's kind of like everybody's getting used to everybody else trying to come on to market a product or service. What people really want nowadays is that person that's going to come on and share their personal knowledge, personal experience, be relatable, and give them really what they want, right? Which is the knowledge. They don't necessarily want to be sold on the product. But once you give them the knowledge, you can sell them on the product because you know what you're talking about. And just quickly to backtrack on when you were saying personal brand is evergreen and as long as you're alive, like the brand won't die. I'm I'm going to go ahead and say that even after you're dead, there's a lot of times that that brand would still live on either, I mean, through your family members or just over a business that you've ended up developing from that brand that people just continue to resonate like, oh, this person was a great person when they were alive. So, you know, we kind of like the continuation that their family has gone with this business and Steve Jobs. Want, Steve Jobs and we want to continue to support um whatever endeavor that they that they choose to to do in the future so mm. I think that if done properly your brand should last even after death I feel like that's when you really get to see That's who, a legacy at that point. Yeah, you really get to see who really enjoys what you've done for your industry. And they really want to support that. Totally agree with that. That's a really good point. Also, the last pro, it's much easier to experiment when you have a personal brand. When you have a business brand, you're kind of locked into certain things because in order to pivot to a new form of media or turn to a new social channel, you're going to need to heavily invest in that because you're expecting immediate revenue from that platform. And you're likely investing money and time as well. Whereas with a personal brand, you kind of have that freedom to go in and just give it a shot. And like you, like we said, the content is so easy to create that you can just get on TikTok, for example, and try out a few different formats and see if you like the way that it's going. Stick with it for a year or so and then see if it works out for you. 
So for the cons for a personal brand, it can be difficult to monetize that content at first. It has a much later payoff when compared to a business brand, but I would argue that the payoff is substantially greater. And that's because you can monetize your personal brand in several ways where as a business, it's harder to find those additional revenue streams with a personal brand. For a lot of people that start successful personal brands, honestly, the opportunities just kind of walk into your yeah. front door. And <laughs> if your face is attached to it, it's like, you can sell this, you can do this. <laughs> yeah. As long as they like you. Right. And those opportunities can amplify your personal brand even further, like a collaboration with a well-known fashion designer for an up-and-coming fashion designer will really boost their, um, their what's the word I'm looking for? The reputation. God. <laughs> I graduated. I swear I graduated. <laughs> Happens. Oh, yeah. It Older definitely does. <laughs> All right. Now I feel old. <laughs> not that old, guys. I'm not, 25, not man. Not that old. Not that old. I'm pretty young, I, th I think. I don't know. Feel old, but not that old. Yeah, it might be some some young guys and gals listening to this. I just said guys and gals, too. Yeah, you're pretty old. God. <laughs> I'm going to excuse myself. I do not talk like this. So. <laughs> you want to hear more of me, just let us, just let us know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting kicked off the podcast on the second episode, guys. All right. So moving forward with the cons, it can be hard to actively manage a personal brand in terms of image and reputation. It also requires constant change. So with a personal brand, you really need to adapt very quickly to the times. And that's primarily because it's mostly information based and content based. So if you are still in the past, like if you're still in five, 10 years ago, even two years ago, at this point, in the way technology is progressing, you're really going to be lagging behind your competition and that's going to show through and i could say that it could be the same for any business as well um, right requires constant change but as you said as a personal brand um people expect the change yeah, to happen yeah. much more quickly with a personal brand mm -hmm. with a business brand people have this ongoing idea of bureaucracy which i think is changing yeah. as we move forward when you have revolutionary businesses being able to transform that way such as small digital agencies that are able to follow industry For sure. much closer than the large ad agencies, things like that, right? Yeah, and I feel like when people think of people, they kind of want them to emulate them a little bit more, even if they find something that they have in, co in common with, you know, someone, a personal brand of someone, they kind of want to compare themselves to that person. What do they, you mean? Can you explain that a little so bit? So like they you know that you, you know how you wanna you wanna see something of you within somebody. Like say you're dating someone and yeah. you you like this person but you're really into I don't know basketball. You just really want that person to be into basketball too because it's something that you enjoy and you like them and it's like oh like I want to bring this best piece of what I love into their life. But it may not be something that they necessarily want to like so think of like i don't know like again steve jobs like someone may have wanted him to make sneakers or something and <laughs> always like, sneakers with you huh? <laughs> sneakers man basketball you know you know i just love i see i see i, love, I love sports i love sneakers <laughs> um okay but yeah they Jordan. want they want them to make something other than apple products like a computer or something and that's not part of his his uh his strategy his brand marketing mm -hmm. strategy are you so. saying that he that he should so I'm saying like he may have a specific oh I think that saying. he does but then yeah. people kind of bring their own egos and things into to personal brands and it's like they get a little too connected to people and they like want 
more from them. Well, they, they want shouldn't. more from they want more from the business side of things, which then doesn't happen. Yeah, but as the yeah, but as the face as of that business, exactly, it's like it gets put on you. Is what, essentially what I'm trying to say. Right, so, right, right. Because the yeah. person is expected to be knowledgeable about that subject and be able to discuss those type of changes and situations. Whereas the actual business, should there be one, is they lag behind because of the infrastructure behind it and the implementation. It's exactly. expected to be longer because, and they may not even do it. Apple is yeah. the primary example, yeah. right? Like, there's so much technology out there that Apple could have done, and they, if they do do it, they do it extremely late. Yeah. Customers get personally attached to a business or a brand without understanding that this brand or this person is more than just what you see. Well, that's part of that's part of personal branding, though. Yeah. Like that's you have to break through that. Which yeah, is kind of and it could, yeah, it could be hard at times because you can't really control how everyone sees you. And that's a perfect segue into the last con too, which is it requires transparency and openness. When you're doing a personal brand, it is not enough to have knowledge about a topic. It's not enough to simply make content that looks good you need to educate inform and on top of that you need to be open about your own personal struggles and something that me and kevin have definitely spoken about because we're starting this now and we're marketing professionals with very little personal or business brand at this point i mean of course that's why we're we're doing this but we've spent the last what like three four years yeah about basically getting our expertise to a level where we feel comfortable sharing our knowledge with you guys so mm-hmm. that's what we're doing now having that transparency is something that's Being very relatable exactly so transparency is pretty key and that will really boost your credibility within whatever community you try to make your brand in so what do they both have in common this is the important part number one they both have the potential to make a meaningful impact on the world number two There's a lot of money in both, though how you monetize is very different. For businesses, the goal is to monetize a product or service by solving a unique problem experienced by your audience, whereas with personal, the goal is to monetize yourself by developing an engaged audience that trusts you. Then you can turn that into a product or service that solves your audience's problem. A core difference between the two is that with a business, you are building something cold, right? From the ground up, you have the business, but you don't have the audience. You may have a small one. When you're starting out, you may not have something that you're ready to sell to. With a personal brand, the goal is to build something to sell to and then sell to them, right? Of course, that's to solve a problem, but sell to them. And number three, both of them require a very large time investment. Do not be fooled. They're both extremely time intensive. There's a reason why a lot of the people that build successful personal brands or business brands, spend years doing it, and there's a reason why they're making so much money doing it. The risk equals the reward. The risk is the time that you put in. It could be a complete waste of time. It usually isn't if you actually stay dedicated and follow through, but the reward will be massive in the end for your career, your goals, uh, your ideal self. So which one should you choose? A business brand or a personal brand? That's actually a trick question, as you probably guessed from the intro. So the answer to that is neither. You really are focused on the wrong thing here if you're thinking that way. When we start things, we're always thinking about the end result and how to get there in the best way rather than actually starting and then developing that along the way. So let me explain what I mean by that. Creating a business brand that leverages your personal strengths versus creating a personal brand that you can grow into a business both do the same thing if you do them simultaneously. If you're the face of a brand, that you have that's for your business, you are still sharing your expertise and your personal brand is growing with that business. If you don't have a business yet, creating a personal brand where you share your knowledge and expertise creates the audience that you can then grow into a business. 
Either way, you end up with a business, you end up with a brand, and you end up with the value add that you're giving to your audience, and you end up with the monetization strategy. Try to think about it like that. To make it a little bit simpler, let's try a little example that you're all probably familiar with, and that's the chicken and the egg riddle. Everybody's heard that, which comes first, the chicken or the egg. Everyone gets caught up in which one comes first, but that train of thought really gets you nowhere. When was the last time you had a conversation, Kevin, with someone that where you were talking about the chicken and the egg, did the conversation get anywhere? Not really, because uh, you don't really know which one came first, and it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. <laughs> it's fun to argue about, right? It's fun to debate over, but in the end of the day, nobody has come up with a, a solution as to which one they should choose. And that's an analogy for exactly what's going to happen if you sit there and think about, should I start a business brand? Or should I start a personal brand? Who started it's that? The chicken and the egg thing? Yeah. Like, what, what was the what was the purpose of that? I don't know. That sounds kind of like an American thing. I, I, I would totally imagine that coming from an American. Let's just give it to Socrates and call it a day. <laughs> Instead of worrying about which one comes first, just pick one and learn how to make the other. Who cares which comes first? It really doesn't matter when you think about it. If you have one, you can always make the other, which means you'll always end up with both, no matter what. So, for example, if you have the chicken, you can always make eggs. If you have eggs, you're eventually going to get chickens. It doesn't matter which one comes first as long as you have one of them. And it's just knowing what to do next. That's the important part. So, entrepreneurs, don't worry about whether you should have business success before you position yourself as an industry expert. What you should do instead is just use your knowledge in the market to promote your business on podcasts, YouTube channels, traditional media, industry events, etc. Yeah, never wait for permission. No one's going to be eager to help you if you're not eager to help yourself. So, right. If you don't get out there and just do it, no one's going to want to see you really succeed. No one has anything invested in you. Right. So for you artists and creators out there, what you shouldn't do is cripple yourself by thinking that you need to become a cultural icon to make money from your work, right? You don't need the notoriety first of a big industry name. What you do need to do, though, is create a business with clear values, specific target market, and a marketing strategy that is led by you. Yes, by you. And then the notoriety will follow you and come later. And that will only serve to amplify your business. Of course, any of these can be reversed. So you can do a personal or business brand first. We're just giving you examples that we know some of you probably struggling with in your lives today. So and I would even say before even all that, have that passion before even having the values or whatever, just have the passion of whatever it is that you're doing. You know, right. I feel like we've we spoke to it the first first episode, but you know, that passion is always going to help you develop clear values, target market strategy. And it's also going to be something that's going to help you want to revisit these things when maybe it's something's be, not working. It's not going to help you. It's going to be the only thing yeah, that it's gonna makes be, you yeah. revisit. <laughs> when these things aren't working properly for you at the time. So right, right. definitely passion. And for your career professionals or uh, industry experts out there, you should not be afraid of selling yourself if you're not a CEO or a high-performing employee with out-of-this-world results. You don't need a business brand to add value and make money uh, while you're at it. What you should do is build a brand that makes you more valuable to your employer and other companies in your space or makes you more valuable as a speaker, as a consultant, as a freelancer. And that brand will then allow you to create a designated, structured business or service that you can sell with great results in the future. So if you have an existing business, you have a product, you have a service, already developed and ready to go, but you just don't know where to go next. 
this is what you should do. You should start a business brand that you can translate into content. That content is going to be important. It's going to be key for your growth, especially as you move forward in the digital age, right? And you're going to need to identify pain points of your audience, make sure that your product or service is fixing those problems. You can do that by communicating those effectively. Finally, the brand that you create for your business, you need to embody yourself, become that brand, get in tune with that brand know what those brand values are and know what the vision is and then go out there and market it using your personality social media is definitely not the same as actually going out and meeting people getting to know people getting people to know you social media could be fabricated to a certain extent you as we all have seen with ads on social media actively going out and networking with like-minded people people who are passionate about not necessarily the same things as you but show the similar passion in whatever they're doing Mm -hmm. um it's definitely um a plus right Examples of people that started a business and then embodied that brand that they created for their business are Steve Jobs, created Apple, created the products first, then went out and used himself to market the business. That's why he's the face of Apple to this day. Sorry, Tim Cook. Elon Musk, who created Concept and the actual business, got the investments at the beginning for Tesla and now is kind of a cultural icon for his crazy antics. Gary Vee is another one. Started marketing within his dad's business. Turned, I believe it was $3 million business into a $300 million business. If you don't know Gary Vee, it's Google him. He's literally everywhere right now. Andy Frisella started First Form. He started his business in a small supplement shop and grew that into 100 million dollar business he now is kind of an abrasive personality but extremely motivational i mentioned him earlier go check his stuff out and rdbla is another one i'm a huge car dude i absolutely love cars i love vic mono all of those guys out there they had a business going already but they built a brand around themselves as family likes to make fun of each other joke on each other prank each other and they put that out there and it's really amplified their business ever since then And some examples for the personal brands, these are people that essentially had a personal brand and then they leveraged that brand to transition into highly successful business ventures. Obviously, the Kardashians, like that's that's like the quintessential example of a personal brand. Neil Patel, he's a marketer. You may not know him. He's in the uh, search engine optimization e-commerce space. He parlayed his knowledge into a bunch of products that he sells now, mostly informational products at this point. And finally, Drake is another one. Drake turned his personal brand, let's say, his notoriety that he gained from being on Degrassi into his rap career. He took that personal brand and moved it uh, onwards. All you have to remember is that you end up in the same place with both a business and personal brand. You end up creating monetary value for yourself while providing value for your audience. So it's all about knowledge. And if you have knowledge about your passion, all you need to do is brand yourself to reach success. What's killing you right now is not whether or not you have the knowledge. It's not about how much money or success you have. And it's definitely not about how many friends you have, but it's all about your ability to start. And it really does not matter where. Start and I'll try this. No, 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 no. That's not what you're going to do. If you're listening to this podcast, you're a type of person that is too ambitious for their own good, right? You know that something needs to change in your life. You know that Um, People are making money. People are adding value to the world through branding. That's why you're listening to this podcast. You're not listening to this podcast because you're thinking, oh, I might try SEO. I might try social media. I might be an influencer. No, this is if if that's you. This podcast is not for you. Right. We're we're, um, trying to get to the serious people. We're trying to help those people that are trying to get to a billion dollars of brand value and or monetary value collectively um, between all, all of us in the community, which is millions each. Right. So. That doesn't happen by being wishy-washy. 
Um, so it might take years to get it right, but you will eventually. And you may not believe in yourself now, but you definitely will. Um, but only if you start right. Everybody's had that thing where they started something and actually completed it for the first, like the first step, they completed it. And then all it takes is for you to keep doing that over and over again because you get that dopamine rush to your brain that says, oh, wow, that actually wasn't that bad. And um, I could see how I could you know, keep doing this if it's something you're interested in. So we just want to reflect a little bit on the episode to give you guys a quick summary of what we went over. I know this was a long episode, but we had a lot of information to run through in this one. So in the end, it doesn't matter whether you start a personal or business brand, but what matters is that you use your unique knowledge and personality to create a brand, period. If you have a great product, then brand it and embody the brand to garner it attention. Uh, Focus on how the product or service solves a problem and educate people on why they need that problem solved while selling. If you don't have anything at this current time, be sure to use your knowledge of your interest to grow your personal following and monetize your audience by solving a problem later. Start, guys. Please start. It does not matter where. Commit to starting. That's all we want you to do after listening to this. And a lot of other podcasts might use this time to give you the call to action. I'm doing air quotes. You can't see me. But <laughs> the call to action by asking you to buy a service, check out a website, buy a product, blah, 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 blah. But We don't need to do any of that. We don't need you to do any of that. We don't want you to do any of that. Instead, all we want you to do is to decide here and now to invest in yourself by starting. That is not a big ask. That is very simple. And that is the basic fundamental building block that you need to achieve success in marketing. Work positive that once you start, you'll finish. And the reason why we're confident in that is because we're here to help you. That's what this podcast is for. In the next episode, we will cover how to make a brand message that really sticks. Tune in to learn to identify your audience. One, how to position yourself as a solution to their problem. Two, and three, actionable ways that you can clearly communicate your solution to garner loyal followers. So once again, guys, we really appreciate you guys listening to this podcast. We're excited to be on. It's taken a long time to actually put it forward, but we, like we it's said, coming. are committed to this, absolutely committed to the start. Um, we made some investments in some uh, good equipment for you guys, so we hope the sound quality is good. We're going to be working on some improvements moving forward, and we're going to get the Brand Billionaires website up and running for you guys. So once that's ready, we'll be sure to announce it in a later episode of the podcast, and we'll have show notes as well as other great content and resources on there for you guys. And also, let us know if you're interested in hearing some guests on the show. That's something that we've been um, exploring, so feel free to let us know if that's something that you'd like to for hear. Sure. So thank you so much for tuning in again, guys. Thank you, We'll catch you in the next one. Peace out. Peace.